froth milk. How hard do you have to shake the cow? Pretty hard, but it depends. You've got to make sure you get the right cow because the one you feed only chocolate, oh. that makes chocolate milk. If you shake it too much, that, to ma- that's not, you know, oh. you don't want that. You have to make sure they're girl cows too. <laughs> Did they it's, come out your nose? <laughs> no, not quite. It's, it's, yeah, the, the coffee turns to syrupy if it's not a girl cow. <laughs> it's like condensed milk. <laughs> and I've ruined condensed one, milk for you forever. You're welcome. And on that note, one, one sad panda. <laughs> on that note, welcome to the Super Fun Awesome Happy Time Pedal Show podcast. My name is Gabor. Wow. Hey, welcome. I'm Alex. And yeah, things got weird. Good start. <laughs> Good start. Uh, so uh, thank you, thank you so much, everyone, for um, for tuning in and uh, listening to our silly little podcast. Uh, I should. Make sure I always say that first now is that uh, if you are um, listening to this, take a photo um, of whatever it is you're looking at while you're listening to this and send it to us. Just like uh, good friend uh, Rob, Rob Rhodes did um, the other day. Oh, he sent yeah. us a picture of uh, the lovely, I think, northern New South Wales coastline. Is that Pottsville? Is that where he is? Sorry? Is he in Pottsville? I think around Pottsville, yeah. Just south of the border. Yeah. Down New it's South beautiful. Wales way. <laughs> it's um, thank you, thank you very much. Proper, proper magic kind of spot that beautiful that spot. whole area. Hey? Yeah, beautiful. I it's, mean, um, I mean, oh. without tooting now and horns, there we're quite we're quite spoiled where we live. I mean, the whole that sort uh, of yeah, the whole co- um, the eastern coastline of of Australia is is quite special in a lot of ways. So mm. um, we are rather spoiled. Yep. Yeah. So hey, hey, Rob, and thank you so much for for sending in pictures mm. and hey, the mate. usual suspects, guys like you and. Um, uh, Matt as well, Matt Wakeling, um, who still we actually we need to I need to talk to Matt. I would lo- I love to have Matt, Matt on a podcast and Rob as well. Um, I'm just mm. need to actually go and uh, get myself organised and do that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, so uh, hey. uh, whatever it is you're listening Speaking to, of- wh- wherever it is yeah. you're listening to while you while you wherever you are while you're listening to this, God, I can't even talk. Uh, take a photo of whatever <laughs> it is you're looking at and go to our Facebook page or go to Instagram. And uh, I mean, Instagram, I don't think you can send us a photo, but take a photo and tag us in it. Um, or email it to us, superfunawesomehappytime at gmail.com. Um, yeah, just so we can, you know, we get to know you people and we give you a little shout out if we remember, if we're not useless mm. and don't remember. Uh, and this is episode 98. So we're coming dangerously close to episode 100. Hey, speaking of Rob, though, there's um, yep. he's doing his own like um, online chat chat podcasting. The musicians the in, musicians yeah. in, yeah. He's had yeah. especially one guest on there like three or four times. Who's really, really this really cool dude? Was it Chris Palmer? No, he was only on once. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. <laughs> oh, you! Wow. Yeah. Did you watch the pedal one the other day with uh, Chris and Jack and uh, the other guy? I forgot his name. Sorry. Oh yeah, of course. You, uh, Chris, you another Chris, hi. Chris Mundy. I think Chris Mundy is right, yeah. a guy. I'm not 100 percent sure if he's the guy, but remember when we used to did videos for we used to do videos for Maluluba Music, mm. and um, Gary, the guy who runs. I mean, this is this is not really anything to do with anything, but we're just sort of talking. Gary, the guy who runs a music shop. He uh, or Gary. used to run Gaz. Um, he always talked about we should meet this guy. And I don't know if it was Chris Mundy, but it was Mundy. That was his name, Mundy. And, and he always sort of right. joked, oh, but he never comes in on a Monday. <laughs> but, 
but it's Mundy, I think, M-U-N-D-Y, I think, Mundy. Um, and I wonder if that's the same guy. But anyway, um, <clears throat> so, um, yeah, that was a good show. I liked, I watched it. For some reason, none of the notifications came up. And after the whole thing finished, I saw that you tagged me and said hello and stuff. Right, okay. It didn't yeah. come up while I was watching it. Maybe because I was watching oh, it on the yeah. I was watching it on the TV, so um, maybe it, that stuff oh. doesn't come up on the TV till after you. Maybe yeah. M, m smallerize it. <laughs> Is that a word? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Mm. Like, got proper nerdy app with uh, pedals. There's uh, it's been in there for a while in our Linktree link because I've been on there for quite a while. If you click on our Linktree link on Instagram and um, on this podcast as well. There's a link to the musicians in Facebook page, um, and yeah, there's been a couple of episodes. Or I think either three or four. I'm not 100 percent sure now, but three or four I've been on. So um, big thank you to Rob for having me on. Yes, and we want Rob to be on our show uh, at some stage. So we'll we'll be in touch at some stage shortly. Um, yeah, um, and then we good. sort something out. <clears throat> so Alex, um, great plan. How have you been? Cool. And anything new and exciting happening in? Um, your life that may have something to do with a lot of gear being in your tiny little control room at the moment? <laughs> well, I have a lot of gear in my control room at the moment. You do? Why, um, why would that be, Alex? Put on your special glasses, you can see it. Mm. Uh, or if you just hang out the bushes in front of my house, even, you can even the, see it. Even the gimp yeah. is allowed in there. I can see him hanging in the background. <laughs> <laughs> no, he escaped. <laughs> well, who's hanging in the background then? <laughs> it's best not to ask. No, just the neighbours. So, yeah, I'm rebuilding the studio um, floor in my live room, and it's. Um, I had this uh, plumbing disaster issue last year, where someone whoever whoever owned the house before we had it did this dodgy, super dodgy home plumbing job, and the trap underneath the floor in the uh, shower, in the bathroom, was just sat there. So at some point, it just kind of fell off. So there was like a few months of showers just dropped onto the dirt underneath the house. Oh, lovely! And because we're and because we're on quite a quite a hill, it all just ran down to the retaining wall. It basically makes one wall of my studio. So it all pulled up there, and all these sort of showers and dodgy, Ugh. you know, dead skin and yeah. wee and stuff. Lots of pee, probably. And, uh, lots of lots of well, <laughs> similar sort of stuff to what we were talking about just as we started the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like ch- chocolate milk. Yeah, uh, chocolate milk. If you sh- if you all shook up, yeah, that's um, it's it's turned into sadness in my, some of my studio, uh. and it's rotted out a whole corner. I'll, I'll send you a photo later because it's proper bad. Uh. It's all like black mold. Uh. I just ripped up, started ripping up the floorboards, and it's yeah, it's proper sadness in the corner. And um, so I just used like chipboard, two layers of chipboard as a um a subfloor, and because it's just chipboard and it's all the water got to it, it's just dissolved uh. basically. And turned into dirt again. Dissolved board. <laughs> well, you, you're yeah. recycling. It's good. Yeah, it's coming back to Mother Nature, hmm. which is cool for Mother Nature, except it's not so cool to stand on when you're in the studio. And uh, Floors, I had this, pish posh. I know, right? Overrated. I had a vocal session l- last weekend. Lardy-da on this wooden floor. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> fancy. Well, super fancy. And Scotty, the singer, who's... He's definitely not a fat guy, but he's broad and solid. As in Scotty, as in in high boy Scotty. Country country singer, yeah. Reben or or whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah, whatever, yeah. 
um, him. So yeah, he sat in the chair in the corner, and the chair went through the floor. One of one of the legs. Lovely. <laughs> and then he got all self conscious because like, oh, I didn't mean to be so fat on your chair. <laughs> Come on, Tubby, <laughs> get off, get it. off there, Tubby. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, fat cell. Why are you so fat? And fat then I whipped him. Stop being such yeah, a fat. Yeah, and I whipped though. him in through donuts at him. And um, so yeah, that's um, I'm going to be rebuilding my studio floor for the next couple of weeks, I guess, because of Scott being fat. No. I can't run. My tummy is yes. flobbling or whatever he's full, full of chocolate. Is my tummy is full of chocolate? <laughs> Uda was that Uda? Uta, yeah. Uta? yeah. <laughs> the extent, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, okay. So you're rebuilding your studio. Is it going to be? Yeah. Um, is it going to be? Um, is it going to be ready for next week, man? When we're filming, it has to be ready. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> if you want to have a work side in the video, <laughs> I'm going to do a bit of remodel too. I'm going to change the colors and different color floor and stuff. So. Ah, pink, hot pink. Yeah. It's like you're in my mind today. My mind brain. Back, backlit, um, all neon. Have it all neon, like um, <laughs> like Miami in the 80s. Oh, yeah. RJ would love it. RJ would love that. Yes. Did you see, speaking of RJ, did you see his signature limited edition signature baritone and pedal combo? That's Sus Mariosep with the baritone, the Revolta baritone that's in in his sunny and Crockett colors. It's cool, eh? Very cool. Um, Very he nice. posted that and Henning wrote, I need one of those, make it happen. And <laughs> I wrote underneath <laughs> it, so do I. <laughs> so I don't, it may happen for Henning. I don't think it'll happen for me, but um, yeah. we'll find out. That's cool though. I like that. That th- Those Revolta guitars are killer. I, I need to mm. I need to talk to uh, our good friend Michael at Eastwood Guitars and see if we could sort something yeah. out there because I'd love to see a... Uh, um, Revolta guitar in my life in one way or another. Is there someone outside? Yeah, he's stealing the ladder. Okay, cool. I can just see someone outside cool. behind Alex. It's just a murderer. It's all right. It's a gimp. He's coming it's back. The, the gimp. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the ladder. He's, he's got, got free. He's going <laughs> to climb the fence. I'm going to run free now. That's how he talks. <laughs> um, it's like like the. Like, have you ever seen The Great Escape? Yeah. It's just like that. Exactly like that. Just more gimp. <laughs> but with a gimp. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, so I guess other than that, not much uh, exciting news in your in your life, especially gear related? Um, no, I'm going to have to find a new gimp, but other than that, it's really sweet. Um, <laughs> Damn, Rodrigo's gone. What else? Oh, <laughs> Rodrigo. <laughs> Rodrigo the gimp. Um, we got a... A new microphone for this um, recording stuff. Oh, so yeah, that's we did really get cool. new. That's right. And and I've actually I used it the other day, yesterday, on acoustic guitar too. Okay. Good. And um, it was cool. It's super dark for acoustics, but in combination with a pencil condenser. Wow, the old pencil tidy. condenser. Yeah, yeah. That old chestnut. And um, mm. so um, there's a uh, guy called Nelson in Melbourne, mm-hmm. in Australia. He's a um. I don't know a lot of his background, but I know his guitar player and he started building ribbon mics to record himself with. And um, other friends oh, other friends have, have done it too. Um, do you know Boris? Lives up near you actually? Yeah. He, uh, his sister is uh, on the patio right now with my wife. They're, they're um, really, really good friends, Boris's sister and my wife. 
Well, there you go. Yeah. I, thought you, I thought that was going to be a joke. No, no. She's actually, <laughs> she's right here, right yeah, now. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Have you been to Boris's house? It's just uh, like. Yes. Just you. It's a, sort of a bit of a commune yet, but yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the, that big stone house and stuff. Yeah. It's an amazing place. Um, I think he was going to make some ribbon mics because he found these um, great transformers in Europe somewhere and. He makes a lot yeah, of stuff. He um, he makes, makes a lot, lot of, stuff, of yeah. weird and wonderful instruments too, and and mm. he plays bass. That's and, crazy, yeah, yeah, fretless bass. And he and fixed ages ago when our friend of the show Ben Ben the last Shreddy McGregor when he um, <laughs> smashed one of his guitars, one of his carven keys or carvings, and it broke into a, a whole bunch of pieces. Boris glued it all together and fixed it all. Ah, oh, was him that did that. Mm. Cool. That was all Boris. Small world. There you Have go. You've seen him. Have you ever seen him play stickball? Stickball? No. Yeah, have you played stickball with him? No, never played stickball um, with him. I've seen him play bass. It's, have you seen those? He 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 Sorry. built this bass. <laughs> uh, do you know? You know? You would know Matt James. Yes. Yeah. Just to say hello to him. Uh, yeah, I will. Man with many, many, many didgeridoos and <clears throat> and um, guitars and synths and uh, mm. stuff. Who performs around here a lot? Um, I saw him play with Matt once, Boris, um, and. He had this bass that looked almost like a like a small handheld double bass. It had the same sort of yeah. scroll headstock, and it was and it was massively fat bass, like super fat bass sound. Interesting. <clears throat> Maybe he's someone we should um, we should go yeah. and look at some of his stuff and check it out because it's it's quirky stuff. And he's into recording too. Yeah. He's, um, does yeah. See, so um, my wife um, mm. and. Boris's sister Jo um, kind of started a business together where they do like it's oh, like same. a crafting thing, and yeah, they yeah, actually yeah. also have a YouTube channel where they put instructions on how to make the craft stuff. And the music you hear in the background is all recorded. It's all Boris's music that was recorded in his studio by right. Boris and stuff. There you go. So it's a small cool. world. Oh, what's it called? We'll put a shout out. Okay, to we're going. It's uh, they're called Creators of Bliss. Excellent. Creators of Bliss and they have an Etsy store as well. So if you want to buy sort of, uh, you know, maybe something for your girlfriends or wives or, or partners of some sort. Um, or your mum. Or your mum. Your mum. Um, Chris, Christmas. Hang on. There's a phone call. I'll call them back some other time. I don't know who that is. But um, uh, yeah, they do sort of these craft packs um, where you, you, you kind of, you get all the ingredients to make something and you make something yourself and then they have written out instructions, but then they also have a YouTube channel, which they just sort of started, where they do um, uh, videos on how to make these things. And I'm editing them, so. Oh, cool. There you nice. go. Um, well, uh, I think, is it Brett Kingman's wife does a YouTube channel? He helps her with that too. Yeah, the garden, gardening she, stuff. She does gardening stuff, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's nice to be um, do kind of couple YouTube stuff. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we've got this ribbon mic and <laughs> back, back to destroy <laughs> as much as we want to talk about craft. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really cool. So Nelson, he's a guitar player and started recording guitar at home and, um, decided to make his own ribbon mics and now it's become a, a, um, a business for him and the aluminium tubing with end caps and grill plate and it's kind of like a traditional type larger body ribbon mic it's not like a small royal one yeah. and um because they're aluminium they not aluminum they're aluminium yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're aluminum aluminum 
and let me know. They are. It um, can etch etch aluminium, and you, so it can um, kind of like etching uh, logos. His logos on the end cap, and um, the one he's done is anodized. For us, it's actually a, um, a kind of like a coppery orange color. Yeah, there's it's pretty cool. If you go to our Instagram page, uh, there is a picture of that up in in you know if mm. you go back a few pictures. And it's called Home Microphones, which is H O H M, like Ohm. But with a huh mm. in front of it. Home. Home. And um, yeah, really cool stuff. And he's kind of, because I guess because he's um, small batches and he's um, getting into the whole world of uh, fine tuning the design aesthetics, he's always experimenting, seems that with different colors and um, you can etch pat- patterns into the housing and some of them look really cool. They do look Did really cool. Did you see cool. the ones you see? The other. Sorry? Uh, they, I, no, I just said they do look really cool. Um, Mm. Did he also yeah, with the, uh, is it different the the size of the ribbon or something like that is that different too and depending on a different size mm. of the ribbon it does different sounds and yeah we have uh, something point zero four zero zero four whatever it is um, because it's mainly going to go in front of guitar amps but he does a one that's even finer which is cool for vocals and acoustics and overheads and things like that. Um, Oh yeah, so, that looks really cool. So he did one, and it looks like it has a, it looks like a skyline of a, with stars and moon in the background. Cityscape with moon and it. stars. Yeah, that's it. It looks really cool. He does some really oh, cool just stuff. Lab- so, um, yeah, yeah. Um, Do you see the one um, with all the holes in it? The with the sort the of orangey holes. holes. Yeah. Yeah, that looks really cool. That yeah, he does, he does some really cool designs. So um, go and check really out cool um, Home Microphones, H-O-H-M Microphones. Um, they're really cool looking ones. And, yeah, the end caps look really cool. They're all a little bit different. And um, I think he was experimenting mm. with acid etching and stuff like that too. And, yeah, so it's yeah. it's interesting. Check it out. And, yeah, it sounded really good. I mean, that, that lead us into one Did of the have- things later on, um, one of the, the – video series we're doing now and coming in September, mm. um, which we'll talk about, you know, shortly. But, um, yeah, it, so- it sounded really cool. It's definitely... Oh, here we go. Four, four micron ribbon four is micron. the one we have. The old four and microns. the others, I be- believe, might be two micron ribbon. Yeah. Which, um, yeah, you, just a bit... If you go ludicrous speed, you need at least four microns. Yeah, well, you know, that's how fast we play, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if you just if you just go light speed, um, two microns are enough. But light, once, once you go ludicrous speed, speed you need speed. at least four four uh, microns. Yeah. Okay, stupid speed, you go eight. No, that's you know, Spaceballs, the movie Spaceballs. That was a space No, I haven't seen it. How, oh yeah, that's right. We talked about that before. You got to go and see yeah. Spaceballs. That's when they're they're going. <laughs> Is it still still in the cinemas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been for about thirty years in the cinemas now. Um, <laughs> no, but they, well, you know, they need to get somewhere really fast, and they're going to light speed, and they go, no, 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 not light speed. You need to go ludicrous speed. <laughs> 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 it's even faster. And then they're all okay. I might have to find that. They're all in there hanging on to the to the chairs because <laughs> they're going so fast. It's a it's a funny movie. It's a Mel Brooks silly Mel Brooks movie, Spaceball. Yeah, great. It sounds um, like something Zoe would hate. hate. Ludicrous beat, yes. Um, mm. With lots yeah, of cool. lots of eighties kind of um, what would be considered now probably sexist and racist connotations, <laughs> but it's great. <laughs> um, yeah, fantastic. So yeah, watch Spaceballs. Um, 
Okay, okay. so uh, what's new for us uh, generally as a channel? So today is a bit of a sad day uh, because t- this afternoon the Vanda Ostel is leaving us. Uh, it's getting picked up today in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So, uh, Alex, yeah. um, oh, all up, oh, yeah. the Ostel, what were your thoughts on, on the Ostel by Vanda Guitars? Yeah, that, yeah they're cool. Um, the, um, I thought they played well. They sound good. They're reasonably priced. They're interesting. They're unique. They sound um, like this. That one... That's what they sound like. Wow! And um, so, <laughs> in particular, that one is kind of unique with his finishes. So, I dig the finish. I think we, we had a talk about that. You dig the, f- but this is again. I think we've talked about this before. It's not necessarily a bad thing because it means you have a reaction to it. If it was just like a black Stratocaster, no one gives a shit. Boring. Like it's just a, yawn. Another black Stratocaster. Yeah, another one off the out of a cardboard box, but because it actually kind of gives you some reaction. You get, sorry, you get some reaction from it. It means it has a personality, and yep. someone's going to love it, yep. prob- and probably other people won't like it. Yeah, but um, but if you don't like it, you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's not that I hated it. It's just something I wouldn't really the finish. Not, We're talking about the finish. In, yeah. in love with yes, yes, the finish because it's kind of like this. Um, Sanded back barn wood kind of finish. It's um, Douglas fir, the body, yeah. which is, has super big wide grain, if you don't know that timber. It kind of looks like, a bit like pine yeah. or even maybe ash, Yeah, um, which is cool because um, I've heard about tellies being made out of pine from like old church pews and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, it's, kind of, it's a cool guitar and that slightly offset telly, it's, it's not – it's not like a jazz master offset. It's no, just it's just a little bit squished. A little bit warped. It looked like it sat in the sun too long mm. and kind of melted a little bit. Did you ever have that when um, back in the day when we had CDs in cars in Australia? You and they kind of go a bit hot day. Yeah, it come back and it looks like a yeah. I used tucker. to have. I used to have those. You know those. Um, so you don't have to have all the cases in it. I used to have one of those sort of little kind of booklet uh, thingies, like folders, where with the plastic sleeves. And I remember yeah, yeah. you come back sometimes when I went to uni and stuff like that, and it was a really hot day, and you want to pull a CD out, and it's kind of stuck to the plastic because <laughs> it's so hot and it melted to it all. Oh yeah, um, yeah, that's Australia for you. But yeah, so I, I all up, I really dug that guitar. That's a great guitar. Mm. I, the neck was great. I'm usually not neck was good. A maple fretboard guy, but I quite liked it on this. Um, I thought it I looked wonder, good. Um, I wonder uh, if it's the. Um, the maple not being finished, you liked? Yeah, possibly. Like it's kind of possibly. It's just like a super matte thing. It's not glossy. I mean, <clears throat> I mean usually the, the for me the only thing with maple usually is um, it's too bright. And for me, I don't like brightness. I'm someone who's not into brightness. To me, I, I like a more less bright, more less bright sound. Um, but with this, uh-huh. I don't know, something about it, it worked. It really worked. And I, I love the pickups. I think that's something I'm I'm going to, um, at some stage, if I do anything telly-related, the Muy Grande by Rio Grande and the bridge, I really, really like that pickup. And I really like the way – I mean, that's something actually I've been, I've been thinking about for ages and talking about, but people always say don't do it. But <clears> – <throat> I always like the idea of having really differently voiced pickups. 
Um, sure. Yeah. Right. Because um, so for me, for example, right, like one of the things, and I, I think my my red jazz master that I used to use in all the videos before the parts master cast, and I use in most of my videos at home, which is sort of my m- number one guitar. The one thing I'd like is a slightly hotter bridge pickup, and I think for me, I like having the um, the like a more calmer, low key neck pickup because I when I play at gigs. I sit on the neck pickup 90% of the time. Um, the bridge pickup comes in when I play, when you play, you know, mostly when I play lead, really. And some, yeah. I use the bridge pickup for some, you know, sort of sing, funky single coil, single um, note lines, um, that sort of stuff. I use the, the, the bridge. But I sit mostly on the neck for pretty much 90% of, of gigs. And I always mm. thought, you know, it's be it's really cool having a sort of a, a darker, bit quieter, a bit low key neck pickup, and then you flick to the bridge, and it just raises to everything goes up just because of the pickup being heavier, like or higher output. So I really like that with that. And everyone always says, "No, don't do that. Don't do that. Have matching pickups." But to me, I really dug that, and I really also like the way he wound the um, uh, tone control, the way that works, Time. which is sort of more mm. of a gentle roll-off than a, the full-on tone thing. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I really dug it. I, I love the way it looks, love the way it plays, and I love the way it sounded. So it gets two thumbs up from me. That's interesting because I didn't think the pickups were that different. I just, quite To me, it's quite a, the neck was quite dark. and I didn't find it dark. Eh? Oh, really? Okay. To me, it was quite a dark yeah. and low-output pickup, and the bridge was quite a high-output just- and bright pickup. I thought it was just a bit bit lower on the output. That's all. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean that's what I mean. Like a lower output as well. Yeah. And anyway, mm. I really dug it. Hopefully, there'll be some more Vander guitars coming in future. I'm sort of I've been chatting to David about mm. that, and there, there could be something else coming uh, sooner or later. Again, um, jump on his Instagram because there's cool cool designs coming going on. Yeah. Um, and I think he's starting to do little demos himself now as well of guitars. Um, yeah, there's that sort of reverse Firebird in a kind of a surf green that looks really cool. And he's done a couple of, you know, sort of Ostel shape, but um, semi-hollow and arch top. They look really, really cool. So I'm, I'm a fan. The, and the, can you see that? Uh, the, oh, you can't see that. The pink one, like the pink Ostel. Hang on, is that on his Instagram? Okay, we're looking on his Instagram now. Yeah. So if you go to Van the Guitars on Instagram, mm-hmm. V-A-N-D-E-R Guitars, um... Oh, the pink one, yeah. So pink, it, yeah. Okay, yeah, that, that does look cool. That's kind of like what we got w- it, with a different um, scratch plate design. Scratch, scratch plate's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I do, I do like that. It sits, sits nice, nicely with that um, slightly offset thing. Yeah, it's a little bit more sort of early sixties kind of. Thing. I I really like if um, you go back a bit further on his Instagram. There's a green sort of ostelli looking. Uh, it's a sort of offset kind of um, telly almost shape, but arch top hollow body. Yep. Um, yeah. Or I don't know how hollow it is, but semi hollow at least, uh, which I think is what does he call it? They have a name, and there's another one in a um, in a sort of a burst. Um, well, he's called it the Chels 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 caster. Yeah, because I think that was a custom order. But I think he makes them now called. I think they're called alphas, maybe. Okay. 
like as in a so um yeah semi hollow alpha that's what he calls them mm. um with p90s in it there's another one and there's this um in one of the he sort of does a video it's a it's a kind of like a reverse firebird in a with a matching headstock too which looks really cool the fat hawk mm. he turned calls it so i'm i'm a fan cool. i really like those i like his guitars um he seems like a really nice dude as well so thank you david and hopefully you know we'll work some more in the future together and um you know we'll be kind of fun maybe even maybe building a guitar together or something like that we'll see we'll see what we can do we'll we'll mm. work something out um, but that was really cool. So the other thing that just arrived, or not arrived not long ago, that you haven't even seen yet, um, is the Zoom G11, uh, which is Alex. If he puts his magic glasses on, he can see it in the back here. Um, it's this. I haven't seen it. You haven't even seen it. You didn't watch the unboxing, did you? You never watch. You never watch any of my v videos, do you? I don't watch any of our videos. Yeah, well, true. Well, well, you don't have to because I edit them all. <laughs> I was there at the time. I know what happened. <laughs> but you don't see that, you know, that the magic that editing does. It uh, <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> um, yeah, so the G11 arrived. There'll be a full video and a couple of comparisons and stuff of that up soon as well. Um, mm. I really dig it. Yeah. The only thing to me, and... Uh, there was also uh, Randy, I think, one of our long-time watchers, uh, YouTube watchers, Randy, on uh, YouTube. Um, he commented that sort of price-wise, they sort of priced him out of the usual Zoom price range. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I guess maybe they had to go more expensive because the quality is insanely good. But to me, it looks – the only thing is it looks a bit cheesy. That's the only thing for me. It has that yeah. sort of faux carbon fiber thing, and that's a bit of a cheesy look. But – it sounds really, really good. I think it'd be interesting. I really want to AB it with the, the Helix. And if the... I've got the Headrush unit here, which, I don't know, maybe two months ago, I got an email saying they're going to come and pick it up because it's going back to uh, Electric Factory. I think it was maybe about two months ago. I got an email saying, uh, we'll send you through details and a courier will come and pick it up. And no one's contacted me <laughs> I haven't gotten any details mind you they're in Melbourne and there's crazy lockdown happening in Melbourne at the moment so um but uh yeah it'd be interesting to maybe even if we get the time to do it do a menage a trois with uh, <laughs> the zoom the head rush sexy and the uh, helix sexy super sexy um because it to me just and I mean, I just did the, literally, that's the only time I've plugged it in. I haven't plugged it in yet since the first impressions yeah. video, which was literally the first time I've played it. Um, if you watch it, that's sort of, I plugged it in, pressed record and off I went. But just the presets, I was massively impressed with. It sounded really, really good. The stereo image was insanely good. Um, some of the reverbs. How much are they? There was a granular reverb on there, which sounded really good. I was very impressed. So that's going to come up. Uh, there's going to be a bunch of videos with that coming up soon. Um, oh, the, yeah. They're sort of $1,500. Yeah, so they're not cheap. They're sort Australia. of in that Helix. Yeah, sure. Helix LT mm. kind of price range. <clears throat> yep. Um, but, yeah. I mean, similar sort of thing. Um, the only yep, thing yep. that's a bit maybe different is Helix uh, LT. It's all metal switches and stuff. This The switches are metal, but then down the bottom you have these... Um, um, this, uh, yeah, they're sort of plastic with rubber on it. You have these to uh, go between 
banks and stuff and patches. They're kind of plasticky yep. buttons with rubber on it. It is, but I mean, the touchscreen is excellent. The the way it navigate navigates is excellent. I thought the effect sounded excellent. The amp sim sounded really really good. It comes with um, a bunch of IRs preloaded, but you can load your own IRs onto it, which I'm going to be really interested to see once we load one of the the Celestian Plus IRs that we usually use. If load that on it, what it sounds like. I'm very interested. Um, it, it's really, really cool. But again, yeah, cool. Um, yeah. Oh, and I was talking to um, Andy, our friend Andy Eastwood, uh, who's I think mm. we did a two episode podcast with him. If you want to listen to that, go back. So Andy is a a, a guy who's done a lot of um, musicking in England back in the days, and now here, and um, he is one of the I think the main repair, as in phone help repair guy for Zoom Australia. Like he does a lot of, if people need something fixed or can't do something, they ring Zoom and then he gets in touch with them and he helps out a lot, I think. I believe that's what he does. I was talking to him and he was watching, uh, he messaged me while he was watching the unboxing video and he said, it sounds really good. He hasn't had a chance to check it out yet. And I said, maybe when we do the video of it, the full review video of it, he should come along and do the video with us. Mm, yeah, cool. Because he's a great player as well, so it'd be fun having him around. And, and um, the only thing, and I'm just going to say it yet again. I've said it heaps of times before. I wish, I really, 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 really wish, um, with any of this stuff, like the HX, the Helix stuff, the Kemper stuff, the Fractal stuff, this, um, and I mean the the Helix came the closest with the HX Stomp. I think the FM3 now Fractal is sort of working in that direction as well. But I would love to see just amp modeling, no effects, no nothing, just the amp, mm. just something like this, like the G11 that I'm pointing to now, which you can't see, but without, not in this massive board with all the effects in it, everything in it, literally just amp simulation and IR loader. Uh, I would love to see someone make that, but no one seems to want to make that. It's just one of those. Am I the only one who would like something like that? No, I, th- I think it'd be quite a good product because obviously, uh, if you're playing guitar to the point where you are going to use amp modeling and/or cab sims and IRs, you've probably got some tasty analog pedals, yeah, and, and stuff you like to use. So, yeah, you just need to sort of back end to make it noisy. So that means. Mm. Whether, whether you're actually replace a guitar amp with it or you just use it for home recording or rehearsal or whatever it is, or just as a backup to your amp to have in the car, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. I think I think that'd be a really cool thing. Yeah. And the um Yeah, if it could it'd be cool if Kemper did it, because then you could actually profile your own amp. You could. That would be really, really cool. I think and I said this ages ago. But, but it needs to be compact, it needs to be yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, it needs yeah. to be. It needs to be. Uh, and I think I mentioned that ages ago when Fender well, started bringing out the the Tone Master amps. What about the Iridium thing? Well, the Iridium is the closest thing to that. That's probably the the only thing yeah. that's available that actually is like that. But the Iridium yeah. is is I guess I guess you have three different choices of of amps, so you don't have quite yeah. the, the variety. I mean, what I would love to see. <clears throat> um, and I, I mentioned this before when when um, I think there was last year, like 2019 NAM, when um, uh, Fender brought out the Tone Master series amps, which I think are killer. I think the idea of having 
the same DSP chip that you have in a like a you know the big like a timeline from Strymon or the same DSP chip you have running Helix or running AxeFX, all it does is it does one amp, right? You know, like in those Tone Master mm. amps. But I yeah. I don't know if it's just me, but I think Fender would make a killing if they bring out stomp box sized pedals where you have that's like the the ones that did with Fender. Uh, sorry, the mm. ones that did with Boss, the Boss ones, that Legend yeah. series they did. Stomp box size pedals where it's like here's a here's a stomp box size deluxe reverb. Um, you have all the same controls on it. You have reverb and and um deli- uh, and uh, vibrato on it as well or tremolo really. Yeah. Uh, you have the same knob, same controls as the deluxe reverb. You just have an XLR out. Bob's your uncle. And you can load your own IRs in it. You, you have your own, you have the actual IR they made for it in it. Uh, or even like, I think on the amp, you have two different mics or three different mic settings, and you have one where you can put your own IR in it. So something like that. There's so something stupidly simple like that where you go, okay, I want to buy a deluxe reverb in a single stomp box, like a little stomp box thing, because it could fit it in there. It's a chip. I don't think it would take up that much room. With the uh, and it's exactly the same controls or a basement, you know. I want a basement. Have a pedal with the same controls. So knobs, not menu diving knobs. It's a pedal that's on there. You have an on-off switch, so you can turn it off. So for example, I mean, how cool would that be? You have a pedal board. You stick that on it. It has a an XLR out and it has a normal um, uh, jack out. The jack out is just a through, so you can run it into an amp. Mm. The XLR yep. out has all the amp modeling in it, and you can you have a foot switch. You turn it on and off. I think Fender would make a killing doing that. Personally, I mean they're and making should... so many pedals. Uh, or you know, if yeah. you don't want to do the single thing, do like a um, one you know one of their bigger ones, like you know the bass pre and that the, those dual pedals that Fender makes. One that's let's say uh, these are all your blackface amps. These are all your tweed amps. Um, you know, and then you have a rotary switch and you can select between it. But I think that's even too much. Just one amp. I think that would mm. be awesome. Why don't, why don't you do it? Do a startup, do a, um, <laughs> a GoFundMe page, and, and you can make it and be a millionaire. <laughs> I've I got to buy Fender. <laughs> Is it doesn't have to be Fender. It can just be, it can just be a tube <clears throat> amp. No, but I mean, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. But I mean, to me, I think if someone would do that, and really good quality, um, that would be insane. I mean, HX Stomp mm. came fairly close with that, but I mean, still, there's all this processing power being used for effects that I don't need. And I mean, then especially if you, what you could also do, um, you could make it a slightly bigger than a single pedal um, size, and you can even have an effects loop in it. So if the amp has an effects loop in it, so for example, I mean, this is, for example, perfect example. This is where something like synergy, you know, synergy in pedal form. So have even, you know, full analog valve preamps like they do in synergy with the synergy stuff that then goes into something like a two notes virtual um, power amp and cab simulation, right? I mean, imagine that you have this pedal size thing and you stick a synergy module into it. Mm. And you hook it straight up to your amp, and that's your amp. It's straight up to the PA, and that's your amp. 
Um, and you go, okay, well, I want to use my angle today. So you put in the angle capsule or you put in, you know, I want to yeah. use my, uh, you know, that sort of stuff. I think that would do really, really well personally. Cool. That's just me. Anyway, just uh, that's just mm. let me know. Sure. So, so, is that something mm-hmm. you listeners you would be interested in? Um, send us an email or co- send us a comment um, on Facebook or Instagram or something like that, and let us know. Because to me, um, you know, something like that Zoom or something like the Helix, if you just had just, I mean, even having fifty amps in it, if you just have that, no effects, no nothing, just the amps. As literally just an amp thing, uh, to me that I, that's what I would get, you know. And, and especially, and I cool. think because one of the other problems with all these things like Helix and and the Zoom and and all that stuff is is people that are afraid of menu diving, uh, you know, people that don't like the idea of having the menu dive. If you just have this thing, and you see, this is one of the. I'm just holding up the Zoom now. This is one of the cool things I find about the Zoom. So the Zoom has the G11. If you look at pictures of it, it has this bit here. I'm just showing Alex now. but And these are, um, what is it, six knobs. And that's always your amp settings. So that's gain, bass, mids, treble, presence, and volume for your amp. So there's a little display next to it that tells you what the amp sim is. And these are endless encoders, but with a little light. So when you switch between presets, it shows you where... The knobs are set, and regardless mm-hmm. of what effects you use, this is always the amp settings. So imagine just that in pedal form, where you have knobs for the amp, that actual physical tactile knobs where you can change settings. So it's no menu diving, and maybe next to it you can have a little display, and you could have a little I don't know another little thing where you select what amp you want, so you can select a. Twin reverb, or you can select a deluxe reverb, or you can select a EVH. You know, especially with Fender, they could do the whole EVH thing in that as well. Mm. I think that yep. would be super cool, personally. That's just me, but that's what I want to see. So, do you like the models on that Zoom? Uh, yes. Well, the the presets, um, yeah. of the presets I went through, I didn't go through all the individual models. Yeah. But the very first sound, so if you go and watch the unboxing um, and you skip the unboxing part at the start and you just go to where the sounds are, um, it's an amp. I don't know what it's based on. It's called Krampus um, or Krampus. I don't know how you would pronounce it in English. But in German, Krampus is the guy. So around Christmas, you have the kind of St. Nicholas comes to the good kids and the bad kids, mm. the Krampus is like a devilish looking dude and the usually brings like twigs and dates and like fruit, dried fruit. Um, So if you've been bad, that's what you get. Um, And that's what it's called. I don't know what it's based on. But that very first sound, like just, it's a sound of killer. It was a really, really good just rock distortion sound. Uh, And then it was some really cool- Did it sound like dried fruit? Sorry? Did it sound like dried fruit? It sounded like dried fruit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's- (laughs) No, I don't know what it's based on because it, it to me it makes I don't know what what relates to it because you know usually they they uh, I don't know like um, um, I don't know uh, um, they have names that are kind of similar like uh, um, I can't think of anything sure yeah, uh, yeah. but you know like 
angle would be yep. angel or you know you know something that kind of sounds like it but i can't think of what sounds like krampus i don't know maybe it's yeah, just sort of generic german high gainy yeah uh, stupid game kind of thing because there's um, another one yeah, that, cool. that's kind of like a bogner kind of one on there that's well maybe it could be a bogner thing i don't know but it sounded really really cool and then i pressed the button for there was a reverb on it to turn a reverb on and it was this massive super stereo image crazy granular reverb thing which sounded fantastic so i'm i'm very impressed very very impressed you're cool nice that was my little rant for, the sh- for the, this show <laughs> Yeah, well, not a hang rant, of it. but I just I think it would. I honestly, genuinely think it would go down really well, like yeah, the yeah. iridium, but you know, different. <clears throat> That's just me, anyway. Sure. Um, what Do else? It. Uh, Make it happen. Make it happen. Anything else exciting that has happened? Oh, what videos have we done? We did. Uh, oh, uh, we did the Boss SD One shootout. So we did an old Japanese. Sure. Um, like 85, I think it was, Japanese SD1 versus uh, just off-the-shelf 2007 Boss SD1 versus the Wazacraft SD1. What were your thoughts on that shootout, Alex? Yeah, it's interesting, hey, because they were so close. Yeah, super like close. Some of the other shoot, some of the other shootouts that you go, oh, okay, I like this one and this one. The old one's cooler and the new one's brighter and that kind of usual kind of stuff. But yeah. this was like, oh, they're all pretty much exactly the same. And um, especially the um, the vintage one versus the current Taiwanese. Current yeah, just off the shelf, the normal one, the non non wazza. Just yeah, just totally almost identical. Yeah, and um, the wazza was a little bit different because it has different voicings and things. Well, when you go but, to the custom, um, when you've got the standard and custom switch, and when you go to custom, it definitely yeah, yeah. it's it's a bigger sound. There's more more bottom end there and stuff, so it, it definitely. It, it is the only one that sounded different, but in, even in standard mode, it was very close. Yep. Yeah, it's cool. And someone said they probably updated things like buffers and stuff like that, but I mean, pish posh. <laughs> someone suggested to do a um, TU2 versus TU3 versus TU3 was a shooter. <laughs> yes. Um, stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. Yeah, no even- pun there. Stay tuned for that. Won't even be a waste of your time much. No, not at all. Um, what yeah. are, what other videos did we do? Let me have a look on the. Um, We've done our started our recording. Oh, before series. we get into that, just quickly, the Laney Einhardt yeah. IRT Pulse. What were your thoughts, Alex? Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, yeah, it did some distortion things. It's also an interface. Yeah, it worked. Um, I didn't love it. Didn't hate it. It's just a bit made some distortion noise. Yeah, did you like it? Um, I thought it. Was, I, I was. I'm just checking now how much they are. Hang on. Um, Laney yeah. IRT um, Pulse. Because um, depending on how much they cost. Okay, so about 400 bucks. <laughs> yeah. You can find them secondhand for maybe two, 300 but new about f- between four to 500 bucks. So for that, you get. Um, I mean. It's maybe not super cheap, but considering how much would it like a an all right interface cost, just a general computer uh, interface. I know th- three upwards. Yeah, let's say three hundred bucks. So for about you can probably find it for second hand for about two three hundred dollars as well. Those I think 
for someone who's sort of wanting to record at home, who doesn't necessarily want to use plugins, but would like something, you know, quote unquote more real, who mm. hasn't got an interface, who wants to buy an interface, um, just to put yeah, stuff down. I'm not I quite think- sure. I'm not quite sure who's who's it who is it's for. That's the other thing too. Yeah. Because if you're doing stuff at home, you've probably got an interface. Yeah, but I mean, if you don't have an interface yet, that's what I'm getting at. If you if you maybe young yeah. and you want to start off with something, it's. I think it's all right. I, I, I thought it sounded really good. Mm, sounded cool. It sounded really good. Um, yeah. I, I quite liked it. Um, it'd be interesting to see. Cool. I, I should talk to him actually because Laney makes a big dual rack mount, um, uh, full on preamp. But with recording out and everything as well, like the studio, I I think it's called the IRT Studio. Um, right. Be interesting to check that out to see what that's like. Mm. Maybe I'll talk to my my mm. people at Laney and see if I can I can get them to send us some stuff because um that would be quite interesting. So um, just to see how much better that is, because um, I can imagine that'd be a lot more expensive to um, the studio version. But uh, yeah, quite quite excited about that and it looks like um there'll be a bunch of laney pedals which i actually just saw this morning tom quayle uh released about five or six videos with all the laney pedals the new laney pedals so yeah, cool. or country oh, yeah. something country whatever they're called that kind of black country black something? country that yeah that's what it's something like that. so he released about five or six videos with all of them now and um um, yeah, hi to Tom, by the way. There should be actually, I wasn't going to release it, but there will be sooner or later, there'll be a video coming out that I did with Tom last year at 42 Gear Street. Uh, I, sadly, the last maybe four or five minutes of the video disappeared, but the audio is there for whatever reason. The video has gone, but the audio is there. Uh, and I wasn't mm. going to release it because there's a whole bunch of just no video, but I might see if I can do something in the end and release it anyway because... Um, it's just cool doing a video with Tom and um, uh, uh, quickly. Have you seen anything from Forty Two Gear Street, the current Forty Two Gear Street that was on last weekend? Have you seen any footage or anything? No, I haven't seen been much on the internet at all. I've been um, doing recording sessions. The one cool thing week. I saw is there was yeah. um, there was a couple of there were a couple of guitars there with aluminium necks. Yeah, um, there was one Yoshi Luck, who's the guy who lives just down mm. the street from Anning, who's a builder. Uh, like a master luthier guy, I think him and there was a brand there. What were they called? I just befriended him too. Um, there was a brand there that um, he makes aluminium necks. I'm actually tempted to talk to him because I wouldn't mind trying that out. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a German brand that makes aluminium necks that you can fit on your, you know, that fit onto any Fender style bolt on guitar. I think. Um, but yeah, there was a Yoshi Luck one, which was a Jazzmaster style one with a fixed bridge with two humbuckers with the aluminium neck. That's now for sale, I think. Or maybe it's part of the, maybe they're doing an auction again like last year. I don't know. But then also there was, uh, I found out the guy from Jupiter Effects, which that's another company I would like to get in touch with in Germany um, that make very quirky effects. He had his guitar and he had an amp that he built there as well. And his guitar is also a black Jazzmaster with an aluminium neck, but with a with a Jazzmaster trem as well. And it looked really cool. I saw it in the background uh, of one of Andy, Guitar Geek, Andy Ferris's um, live streams, who, by the way, um, hate you. 
<laughs> Andy Ferris. No, um, he did you have you ever listened? Have you listened to the? You don't do that sort of stuff probably, but the video that he did where he announced that he's going to Forty Two Gear Street. No, not that one. I've seen a bunch of his stuff, but not that one in particular. He there's a song in it, um, and it's his sort of kind of he sings as I'm going to Deutschland, I'm going to Germany for the second year of 42 Gear Street, and it's this massive earworm. And for about a week, I've been humming it and singing it sort of while I'm doing <laughs> other things to the point where my sure. wife started singing it as well. <laughs> Damn you, Andy Ferris! <laughs> <laughs> it's super catchy it's super catchy go and check it out go and check out Andy the Guitar Geek um, nah I probably it, won't now it's it's so <laughs> catchy it's funny um, so uh, yeah so I saw it in one of his live streams I saw it in the background it looks really really cool and I think I, I would like to do maybe that's something our next um, or my next um, demo guitar build if I do another one um maybe a, a, an aluminium neck or the other thing I was even thinking if it would fit I've got my Carvin Kiesel Strat style guitar which eventually will get um, to um, Fishman Fluence humbuckers in it oh actually already the the um, uh, I'm getting an anodized aluminium pickguard coming that's a custom made one that's I've got a picture of it that's coming soon. It's getting anodized, I think, now. Um, maybe cool. I should see if I can stick an aluminium neck on it. How cool would that be? That'd be mad. Yeah. So maybe You're I'll talk. I, I might talk to that guy. It's something like, it's not Balaguer, but it's something like that is the name. It's a, it's a German brand and he makes, um, mm. and I think he even anodizes them in different colors too. So you can get different colored, like the whole fretboard, neck, headstock, everything. Uh, aluminium neck so i might contact him because i think that would be cool as a as a for as a demo guitar you know for us to use for you know yes. two humbuckers and completely change that um carbon kiesel completely change it into something that's not even remotely what it originally was so what if you got one a neck that matched your shoes i got you from los angeles <laughs> um uh Fluorescent orange. <laughs> yes. You can see from space, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, because then <laughs> it would, you know, remember when we did the video with the, um, the Turner Electronics um, preamp and the light was so bright that you couldn't see anything? Mm. It would be yep. like that it's in fantastic. the videos. You'd have this insanely bright, fluorescent, glowing, mm. uh, <laughs> or you would see, you wouldn't see us in the videos, all you'd see is the neck. <laughs> and the shoes, neck and shoes. It'll be like a, like a, like you know those eighties film clips. There was some oh, who who was it? Yes, where it's all in the dark and all like, you see is fluorescent um, sweatbands. Money for nothing. Oh yeah, money, money for, for nothing. nothing. That's right. Yeah, fluorescent sweatbands. But it's fluorescent shoes and and a neck. <laughs> but yeah, no, I will talk awesome. to him. I think that do, would be a no, fun do that. thing to do. Do that. Do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yep. That's what we're going to do. So, yeah, so that's that's possibly in the near future. Also in the near future. Mm. Uh, oh, should we? Is there anything else we need to talk about with that? No. Um, orange necks? Yeah. No, as in stuff that's oh, coming up. Get it Get it in red so you can say you got a redneck. Hey, redneck. That's, this is hey. my redneck guitar. Okay, cool. Yeah. 
but it needs to be that. sort of a it needs to be a, a a red burst so it's a bit more red in one place than in the other you know it's like, uh, yeah. as you go down the neck it gets more racist <laughs> yeah 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 it become becomes a, as you go down towards a first and first and second fret becomes affiliate, affiliated with the clan yeah 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 and then it's, the headstock yeah yeah it's always it's always like that i mean the first fret is the most racist of all frets we all know that <laughs> we all know that <laughs> Um, wow. But yeah, stay tuned for that. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna Excuse message me. him and because um, I think that would be cool. I think that would be super duper cool. Um, mm, redneck. So quickly, I just quickly mention also we've got uh, some Dan Electro pedals coming, um, and we've got also the MXR Paul Cochran Timmy coming, the MXR Paul Cochran collaboration mm. mini pedal Timmy. So Mini Timmy. That's going to be very interesting. And possibly Dan Electric just, Guitars as well. Can we call it Min Tim? Min Tim. Okay, Min Tim. Uh, Timmy. Yes. Min, Min Timmy. <laughs> Min Timmy. <laughs> 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 Living alive. They do a Jimmy as well. Um, <laughs> and also what's coming up, we sort of touched <laughs> on this before. This is sort of all scattered all over the place today, but, I mean, that's just the way we are. So we're doing a series on recording your guitar at home uh, electric guitar at home and possibly acoustic guitar as well um, which is sponsored by the good folks at DistroKid mm, our first ever proper sponsorship yeah, thanks guys a whole series so it's going to be uh, one we feel like a proper YouTube channel now <laughs> almost yeah uh, did you yeah. see actually <laughs> yesterday funnily enough after we filmed it last week but yesterday uh, Eric Living Room Guitar Demos Eric released a video that was sponsored by Skillshare on um, how to record your guitar and using different mics and different mic placements. So pretty much exactly what we did. But he did it, yes, he it released you. it yesterday. Um, damn you, Eric. Hi, Rick. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so this is going to be a four to five part series. So it's going to be one video coming out every week during the, week of, during the month of September 2020. Uh, and the first one most likely Thursday or Friday next week. So whenever that is, so um, first week of September, Thursday or Friday, depending on where you are in the world. Um, so let's talk about that. So amongst other things, we're going to use that home microphone, or we have used that home microphone. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so Alex, you're the, the more technically inclined guy. What, what what are we doing, Alex? Well, the first episode, which we've recorded and done, yes. um, we haven't, We've only recorded one so far, so let's talk about that one because yeah. <laughs> we haven't done any other. Yeah. Uh, the first one's basically just basics with mic placement. So yeah. um, we use three different microphones. One's SM57 from Shaw. See, we're one better than, than Eric. Eric only used two mics, so sorry. <laughs> yes. Suck it, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, suck it. <laughs> suck it, Eric. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, I love you, Eric. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we use three microphones, a 57, an AKG 214, which is a condenser that you've had for a long time, yep. which work, work really nicely, actually. sounded great. And one of the home ribbon microphones yep. that we mentioned we have now. And um, so basically we did uh, – the first part was just individual microphones, and we, we used a Hot Rod Deluxe from Fender. Just to have very a – Very common yeah. garden variety valve amplifier. Yeah. <clears throat> Everyone knows and loves and kind of love hates or whatever. Yeah. So that's um, we use the mic and then put it in on right in front of the middle of the speaker and then you move it off axis and then away and then back on to it and then off 
even onto the baffle a little bit so you can kind of hear what kind of, kind of like a lo-fi type effect right off the speaker and you can hear i uh, listening back to the audio um, and you'll see it in the video you can hear a lot of tonal difference yeah and that's just what that's just from one microphone and then you add multiple microphones like different especially different varieties like a condenser and a ribbon or a ribbon and a 57 or two different dynamics or whatever it is and um yeah you can really kind of sh- shape your tone before you even get to a computer yeah absolutely we, we even mm. did one where we had one of the mics in the back of the amp too yeah yep and um so that you have to flip out of phase because the air is going the speaker's going like this that you can't see, but you can see. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, the back one has to be flipped out of phase, which I did. And then, <clears throat> excuse me. And, um, yeah, it adds a lot of bass to it. It's not necessarily clean bass. It's a little bit boomy, but I'm sure mic position probably clean up too. But, um, yeah, it's cool um, experiment, hey? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I for the, us, the, it's, the it's net- interesting too. Yeah, the condenser and ribbon sounded really nice. Well, that condenser, it's, it's funny again. So uh, I don't know if he's listening or not, but hi to my friend. Um, oh, God, I <laughs> my brain. Damien, God. My, you're bad. I'm bad. <laughs> you're my bad, bad friend because you forgot his no, name. No, no, my, my good friend Damien, um, Damien Young in Melbourne. Um, he, so he is still, I don't know how that works now, but he used to be one of the co-owners of a place called Pony Music in, in Hallam in Victoria. Um, mm, and he sort I, I of looked, uh, he looked after the um, the the it has a recording studio had it's I think back there now I think there's different owners anyway and I he was the front of house production guy for when I did that Leo Sayer tour I was talking about that ages ago and he was the the front of house production man and uh, we sort of got you know became friends and and um, uh, sort of started chatting a lot and I ended up buying a few things off him and I was willing to spend good money with him because i said i would really like to get a good mic to record um my amp at home but one that i could also use to mic up um, my amp in a live situation and i said i'm happy to spend good money with you what do you recommend because he knows this stuff very well i think he's an exceptionally good phone house production guy and I mean, his studio, Pony Music, has got pretty good rep and all that sort of stuff. So he's, he knows what he's talking about. And he said, "You know what? Don't spend a lot of money. I mean, you could spend stupid amounts of money, but um, un, un, until you spend stupid amounts of money, get this AKG mic. This is actually really, really good, and it's quite affordable. So I bought it, and it's it's a good mic. It's not a bad it's not a bad mm. sounding mic at all. The two one four. And I did use it back in the days when I still use an amp on stage. I used it to mic up my amp on stage. And I've done a bunch of recording with it before I got into the whole two-note stuff at home. And I always really liked it. I thought it was a really good sounding sounding mic. Um, and, yeah, same with my in-ears. I was going to spend good money with him to buy in-ears, whatever he recommends. And he got me to buy one of the cheaper Shaw ones because he said they'll be fine. So And they are good. So, anyway, yeah, so hi, Damien, if you're listening. So, um yeah, so we didn't use the the Lewitt stuff we usually use, but uh, we just thought for something different to do, and not that there's anything wrong with the Lewitt, but I thought maybe some of the brands like AKG and and, and the Shure Fifty Seven more, it's more accessible, and people may have a Fifty Seven floating around rather than that Lewitt MTP Four Forty. So, 
Sorry, I talk a lot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it was it was interesting. Yeah, that, I haven't actually listened that back was the to first video. I haven't listened back to. Uh, have you have you up done the audio for that yet? Yeah, yeah. Is that up yep. and okay, cool. I haven't listened to it yet. I haven't had a chance to, but um, mm -hmm. I want to check that out because I'm actually quite interested in hearing it. So, other videos that are coming up in, over the next few weeks, uh, there'll be one with uh, using the two note stuff and using um, cabinet simulation. Uh, I think we're going to do some on reamping and a few other videos. So, there's more coming up, and we might talk about all that stuff in future episodes of the podcast. So, stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, that's sort of, that's sort of coming up. That's kind of cool stuff. And there'll be more videos with the Poly Effects Digit and Bebo coming up as well. i got to sit down and do some presets with it now and at some stage and get all that going. Uh, sooner or later, we've got to do a video with uh, Ormsby as well because that has to go back. Um, have we talked about the Ormsby much on a po podcast yet? Yeah, a couple of times, okay, I think. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, so there'll be mm. videos with that coming up. That's cool. Um, mm. Oh, have you seen um, Kink Pedals? Uh down in Melbourne, he's going to start a new series where he does these kind of white, really pretty looking pedals, but they're like a HM2, like full on Duma stuff and metal stuff, but all kind of white and pretty looking. Have you seen them? They look really cool. I, I, I did see that, yeah. Hopefully there'll be one. Oh, cool. I already put my name down because he said that's just a prototype and what do people think? And I said, if you're doing it, I want one, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> it looks cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, That's fine. Yeah, he does good stuff. He does very good stuff. So, is there anything yeah. else we need to talk about? Is it because we've gone just about an hour, about just over an hour? So, is there anything yeah. else you want to talk uh, about? That probably brings us up to date with videos and what we've been up to. Uh, what other? Uh, just quickly, what other videos have we done recently yeah. that we should talk about? Uh, the Eastwood Blood Bus. I mean, we talked about that before, but what were your thoughts on that? Mm. Yeah, it's cool. It's, it's very aggressive. It's a killer pedal, especially the o o overdrive. And and yeah. I'm not give, I'm not going to give away anymore. But I talked to Michael from Eastwood Guitars because uh, Valco is sort of there. So they started a brand called Valco, which was around back in the days as well. But the, this brand is now coming back, and there will be most likely more pedals under the Valco brand. So uh, and once Ooh, there are more pedals under the Valco brand, there's very likely that we're going to get some. Oh, should also mention uh, coming up in the future. Uh, so it looks like we're getting. Um, one of the Fano guitars on this series, the MG6, I'm going to say MG6, the one that look, kind of looks like a Mustang uh, with two P90s. One of those should possibly be on its way to us already, somewhere in transit. Mm. So that's going to be exciting. That's something that's coming up soon. Um, if you don't know, that's their, um, their new Made in Asia series. Yeah, yeah I think so it's Korean. It's Possibly even the same factory that makes the Ormsby, that world of, world of music, I think they called or something like that. The, what mm. used to be the court factory in Korea, uh, which makes killer stuff. Which I think the Chapman stuff comes out of there. I think a lot of the PRS SE stuff comes out of there. Uh, it, like it's probably one of the best Far Eastern. I mean, if you're not maybe including Fujigen and stuff like that, like non-Japanese, but um, sort of Chinese Korean. It's one of the best factories now. I think it's a. There's some really cool stuff coming out of there, anyway. So there's one of those coming up soon. Um, yeah, and more things. I don't know. I can't think of any more now. So uh, should we leave it at that? Sure. Sounds good. Cool. 
let the good people enjoy their day. Yes, yes, enjoy your day. And uh, yeah, so once again, uh, thank you so much for listening to episode 98, I believe this is, um, of the podcast. Uh, make sure, like I said at the start, whatever it is you're looking at um, while you're listening to this, um, send us a picture of what it's looking at. Oh, and if you make it to the end, oh, and thank you to Hugh Roberts. I think Hugh was one of the only ones <laughs> last time we said, um, you know, let us know if you made it. So what should we use as a word today if you make it to the end? Send us that so we know you made it to the end and we'll give you a special shout-out next time as well. Uh, How about you say, um, I made it, can I have a cookie? Can I have a cookie? Okay. Just say, yeah. can I have a cookie? Can, um, can I have a cookie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that works. Yeah, if you made it this far. And thank you so much if you did make it this far. And um, yeah. We'll send you a cookie. We'll, se- <clears throat> we'll send you a We'll reply with a cookie. There would be a cookie um, emoji, wouldn't there? We'll say, we'll reply yeah. with a cookie emoji. So we'll give you a virtual cookie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Alex. Thanks, folks. We'll see you next time. Um, see you next time. Bye.